Oh, yeah, that's how we go. So, ready? I am ready. For all this oh. art on your ass? Here we go. Alright. Alrighty. What's going on, y'all? It's the Sparks and Pours podcast. And we are doing like a Sparks and Pours first. We are on the road this episode. Yeah. Coming live from Raleigh, North Carolina. And we are at uh, 3801, what is this, Steve? This is Western. Western this Boulevard. Is, this is West Raleigh. West Raleigh, not the South Side. This is not the South Side. This is not the North Side. <laughs> this is the West. <laughs> Definitely the West Side. But I'm super excited to be here because I am here with my homeboy and tattoo artist and painter artist, just artists all around. Yeah, like, just artists, you know. Out here, though. Out here. Excuse me. Let me get it right. Yeah. Uh, out here with my homeboy, Pierre Johnson, a.k.a. Clinton Street Pete. Yeah. What's going on, big dog? Nothing much. Nothing much, you know. Out here putting in this work. Yes. Right now. You, see, I don't even think you said that like that. We are like yeah, tattooing. Yeah, we are actually tattooing. Tattooing like right now. getting a tattoo right now. Needle on like, skin right now. Needle on skin, like literally right now, so... Excuse me if I bitch up a little bit, because <laughs> it is on my leg. We are. I'm okay. First of all, super loyal. I've been super working loyal. on this leg piece since like maybe 2015, mm-hmm. and like with me living in DC and you living in Raleigh and working in Raleigh, you know, I've been putting things on hold because I was like, I don't want nobody else, you know, to come along and like come touch know? this masterpiece yeah, we've been working come on. Touch this and then on top of that, you got the one on your arm, too. You got the dope-ass Mickey. Yes. That was an exclusive. Yes. That's, like, a yeah. legit original. Yeah, like that's an original. That's a, that's a one and done. Anywhere, yes. So, uh, definitely appreciate you. But, yeah, but, yeah, super loyal. So, I was like, yo, I'm coming home. Let's uh, let's get this episode popping. And let's also get a tattoo popping, too. So, thank you. Uh, what's the name of the shop this so is, people can find you? This is Golden Coils Tattoo. Golden Coils Tattoo in Raleigh, North Carolina. So I will definitely be following that during the uh, episode. Yeah, this is the only place to come. The only place. For that A1. For that A1, yes. So, how was your day? My day was very relaxed. Yeah? I was actually not going to work at all today. (laughs) Yeah. Why? Because I had a long-ass week. Oh. And I got a long-ass weekend ahead of me. Oh, yeah. But I was like, you know... My dog coming to town. She want to get tattooed. And so, you know. So, you are my one and only person for the day. My oh, one and wow. only client. Oh, I feel special. You are, you are. You should. I feel special. I feel special. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, dog, for coming in. So, but, I mean, like, you haven't been here all day, have you? Nah, I got here oh. <laughs> about two hours ago. Okay, Make cool. sure everything was clean and set up and ready for you, you know. Okay, pretty you know, try to show you the, the the finer side of my booth. <laughs> Dress it up a little bit for you. Now you weren't here last time that I came home. It was, was the last someone, one we did. The last one we did was nineteen eighty eight. What was it? That was at Rock and Roll on Glenwood. Oh, yeah, that was at yeah, Rock and Roll yeah. on Glenwood. So how long have you been at Golden Coil? I've been here since September. Rock and Roll. Um, Anybody that, like, lives in Raleigh or has been in the Raleigh area for a while has heard of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked there. I got invited to work there. And at first, I wasn't going to go. I felt like it wasn't my type of shop. Uh-huh. But then that's the reason I ended up going because I'm, like, you know, kind of step out of my box a little bit. Yeah. Deal with different clientele, meet new people, meet new artists. Mm-hmm. So I went over there. I told myself I would go for a year. Mm-hmm. And, um to see how I was so after the year was over did a little evaluating and I mean I left on good terms mm-hmm. I was like it was more of um like scheduling stuff okay so I was like the year was up I did my time I'm gonna move on I'm gonna move on that's okay sometimes yeah. when you say all you know it's time to go yeah it's time to go you know ain't nothing wrong with that yeah. tattooing that's is definitely broken. one of those things where like I mean if you got the clientele mm-hmm. you know you can do what the fuck you want to do like yeah 
Yeah, yeah, your people still gonna follow you, so nothing really changes. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Oh, got a little touch by there. Okay, okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> Blowing up my Just wrist. Kidding. So, what? Now, when you said like it wasn't your type of shop, what is your type of shop like? What um, my type of shop. Um, the artists like I have developed into. Mm-hmm. I normally lean more towards um. Like, anybody who comes to me, nine times out of ten, you got to come in for a consultation first. Okay. You know, we got to do a drawing. You know, it's like a, a longer process. Like, those shops are more so like, um, we call them like flash shops. Okay. Where you, you know how you go in and you see all the flash on the wall, like okay. the designs and stuff. Uh-huh. You kind of pick big, one out. The big stuff. Yeah, so you just pick one out, kind of, mm-hmm. and kind of roll with that. Okay. So, um, if you are a custom artist... Sometimes it's hard to get in the swing of like doing stuff on the spot. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the type of shop that was where like people come in and expect to get tattooed the same day. Oh. Like, like normally my clients, you come in, we're going to set you up for a day, mm-hmm. you know, spend a little time drawing your design right. and you get like a more custom, custom piece. Yeah, individual piece. Like nine times out of ten, only you will have it. Rather than everybody else who chose the same design, like off the wall. Right, yeah. Because that, I definitely like one of the pieces that you've been working on, The Wizard of Oz. That joint is sick. Like, how long has is that taking you? Yeah, that's um, that's one of those ones. Like, I even told the girl, like, it's gonna take as long as we need. You know, mm-hmm. like I can't put like a time on it. Yeah. Because like it's so, being that it is custom, is like we did. I think four sessions right now. Oh, wow. And we probably still got two or three more to go. And it's all about just, like, taking your time and doing stuff right. Like, I probably could if I just wanted to, like, bang it out and slap mm-hmm. something on her, we probably could have did that in, like, two sessions. Ooh, really? Yeah. It's so, like, detailed. Like, you got Glinda the Witch, and then you got the monkeys. Yeah. And then even stuff like that. Like, when she came in with her idea, like, being, being a custom artist, like... Mm-hmm. You like to do a little research. I don't know shit about no fucking Wizard of Oz. I didn't know about no. I didn't know who Glinda was, and I'm like, you want to fly a monkey? This shit look seem kind of racist. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Excuse me, ma'am. yeah, a, a, a flying monkey. Yeah, he got. A flying monkey. And then I looked at the monkey. Like, I'm like, is this like supposed to like be like a nigga? Like, you know, back back then they used right. to try to back, do do some little slick shit. Exactly. Yeah. Throw so. In the racism when you can't see it. Yeah. They. So I had to do a little research. I ended up like watching a movie. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like. So just, what, okay. So what did you think after watching it, The Wizard of Oz? I was like, this was probably a hit when it came out, <laughs> but this is not a hit now. <laughs> this probably was a hit in the in the fucking thirties, <laughs> right? Or or fifties, whenever it came out. But Julia the, Garland, I believe, is her name. Yeah, this is this is not a hit. This, this is boring as hell. But now that you've seen the Wizard of Oz, now you know you got to watch the Wiz just in case. I think I have seen the Wiz. Like okay. I'm, you know. I think that's one of them ones my mom was watching uh-huh. when it was when you was little and had one TV in the house. <laughs> so, yeah, so nighttime we all just watched the same shit. Uh-huh. I, I think the Wiz probably got a little play back then. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, but that's the difference, like in a lot of artists too. Like, mm-hmm. um, like I like to know what I'm doing on people. Yeah. So I do my own research, and like honestly, like I I can't I can count on my hand. How many other artists do that? Like, there's not a lot that wow. do it. But it's like, if you put something on somebody forever, like, you want to see what it is. Because I personally, I don't want none of my shit covered up. Anything I do, I don't want nobody coming back to yeah. me or another uh-huh. artist and being like, I want this covered up because I thought it meant this. And right. I found yeah. out it meant this. Like, I'm yeah. doing I'm doing research. Now, have you, like, now when people come in and they're like, oh, I want to get my significant other's name and like do you ask them a question like now is this something (laughs) like you know try to not really pep talk them but like I mean mainly like what I do is I kind of I just talk to them enough to see where they are without asking them those type of questions okay normally when somebody comes in and say they want a name they're like I want fucking uh Darius on my neck (laughs) oh that's extreme (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm like, who the fuck is Darius? But uh, <laughs> who's that? Who the fuck is Darius? He must be uh, that's your dad, right? Uh, yeah. But um, yeah. 
So, like, I, I just kind of go off of their conversation. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of times I ask them how big they want it, and that tells the tale right there. Yeah. They'll tell me, like, um, I want it so if I if I ever wanted to get it covered up, I can get it covered. Uh, so, at that point, I'm like, mm, you probably don't, yeah, you probably don't even want it if that's, like, your first thought. Right. Is this nigga forcing you? <laughs> <laughs> Is he in the car? Right. Oh, Darius. <laughs> Darius has uh, you talking yeah. about Darius from, from South? I know his ass from, right. from Apollo well, Heights. Let me go out like Darius real quick. Yeah, that's a good chance. Yeah, but I, I definitely agree with that because I remember when I came in to get my my queen uh, chest piece, uh-huh. which is on my shin, which hurt like a mother, but I tucked that joint out. I'm a G, all yeah, right? Big know dog. <laughs> but, um, like, you know, my boyfriend at the time, he was like, oh, should I get the king? And I was like, uh, <laughs> uh, fuck off. And, right, pretty much. But <laughs> I was like, if you want to, and definitely during this time, like I knew, like nigga, don't get that. No. <laughs> you're gonna be upset. We uh, we are phasing out. We are phasing out. There's about to be a checkmate. <laughs> checkmate. <laughs> Knock that king over. Knock that shit over. Checkmate. Yeah. So I definitely get it. Like. <laughs> want to make sure that you know it's not going to be covered up but mm-hmm. like do you do those often like cover up tattoos cover ups yeah um i mean i get them a lot but that's the reason like i don't like doing flash and like mm. little quick stuff mm-hmm. because more than names that's what people get covered up people get fucking um stars and <laughs> cheetah print covered up like all that dumb stuff that yeah. like it was cool when you got it but now that you're a 36-year-old professional woman, right. your cheetah print on your thigh is not cool no more. It's not really looking too good. Yeah. Skirts on the slip. Exactly. So I try to talk people out of that stuff like the trendy stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I always tell them like, because uh, just like the like the infinity symbols, they got real big. Yeah. And like Roman numerals thing. got real big. Mm-hmm. And I always tell them like. Especially on the shoulder, right? Yeah, right there on the, <laughs> going down the shoulder. So I tell them, I'm like. These Roman numerals are what uh, tribal tramp stamps were ten years <laughs> ago. Yeah, you know what I mean. What yeah. Tweety Bird was fifteen years ago, Yo. like or cherries or like you know what I mean. Like because you see that stuff now, and you and you know it's old, right? Like, girl, so, where you get that? That's funny. You can tell. Yeah, you, <laughs> you can, can tell when the tattoo was uh, was done. Was done. Yeah, by what it is. That's crazy. So it's just like that. It's like. 20 years from now you walking around with that infinity symbol you gonna look like you got it in the 2000s right. like they're gonna be able to know <laughs> or uh what's that the the panther the panther up the <laughs> panther so claws nice. yes and then so even nice. now the uh now people want like birds breaking off of everything i want a, a heart and i want it to turn into little black birds breaking off it's like it's just trendy shit that's gonna go out of style and I was like, two years from now, you're going to be asking me to cover this up. Right. But uh, go ahead and sit down, baby girl. Let's uh-huh. do it. <laughs> I feel like social media has like helped in that aspect because mm-hmm. people are seeing what can be done now. Yeah. You know, you go into a tattoo shop. Back then, the flash was all you really had to look at. Right. Now, people will sit at their house for hours at a time on Maybe. Instagram, Facebook, looking at tattoo pages, oh, all okay. that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, they have like a... A wider range now of like what they know can be done, mm-hmm. so that helps out a whole lot. So now, like when people do come in, like with you know pictures that they've gotten off of Instagram and things like that, mm-hmm. do you like to? Would that be copying the work or? Oh, they'll definitely be copying yeah, if they copy, come in. Like, how do you feel yeah. about that? So like, what happens is, what I tell people at least, I tell them like I ask them, what do you like about this design? Mm-hmm. So I try to break down like the elements they like about it. And then we do their own using those elements. Not necessarily using those images, but using the elements. Like mm-hmm. if you come in and you show me a sleeve with, you know, flowers and, you know, just regular stuff, flowers or butterflies or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you like about it? Nine times out of ten, they just come like, oh, I just like the whole thing. I just like how well it's, you know, some bullshit. <laughs> and I got to like, looks. yeah, I just got to like really get in on them. I'm like, like, what do you really like? And they'll sometimes be like, well, I like the color or I like how it flows down the arm or I like you know what I mean so mm-hmm. like then I can pick it apart and we can make our own version of it and then that's where the sessions come in yep why there is okay definitely understandable now I know you've been asked this question like 
10 million, gajillion, gabillion times. Gabillion. But I don't know. So, <laughs> Nobody how did knows. it all begin? Oh, you're going to get the, the poker, the, the dice game story. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell the dice you're game gonna story. Get the, yeah, my mom, she lost me in a, a dice game when I was four. And my mom was a fucking hustler. <laughs> Not that day she wasn't. <laughs> that day wasn't a good day. Not that day. She good lost a whole life. shit. <laughs> hey, I'm tattooing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fans, stop it in, all uh, that. Probably come back here talking all loud. And nope, I'm at, <laughs> this is. I'm, some people don't look at this as I'm at work. It's like no, I'm at work. You can't just can't, can't just walk in here. Right, I'm not drawing again. Yeah, it's, there's, there's, yeah, and there's somebody else back here who doesn't fucking know you, <laughs> and you like walking in on their session. How rude! How rude! Get the fuck out! So your mom lost you in a dice game. She lost me in a dice game, you know, and. uh you know, there's always a silver lining to the to the dark clouds. Uh-huh. She lost me to a tattoo artist. Okay. You know, he took me in. You know, whipped me in the shape, literally. <laughs> you know, nah. I, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I started, man. Um, 2000. I believe it was 2012. Okay. I met a guy. He worked at a Warlocks. Pretty, I remember pretty, yeah, a pretty pretty popular shop around yeah. here. A little overpriced, but definitely overpriced. Yeah. I mean, it, it's where I got my first tattoo. Yeah, I got it's my, where, like, my first real tattoo there. We're not gonna... the first real one. Yeah, <laughs> right. We'll talk about our first tattoos in a minute. <laughs> but so, go ahead, though. Got the tattoo there, and um, I met this guy uh, Julio. He's still like one of my mentors to this day. Real good dude. But um, he had saw my artwork, and he was like, yo, you should, like, look into this. You should, you know, be, like, a tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, no. Like, it just, you know what I mean? Because, like, it, just, it was so far-fetched. It was like a tattoo. Yeah. I'm not a damn tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. I barely like to draw for fun. There's always somebody asking me to draw them something. Yeah. <laughs> so and then after a while, you know, I kind of entertained it a little bit more, talked to them more, met with them more. Mm-hmm. So he... Uh, tried to apprentice me at uh warlocks okay but the owner was not having that shit he did not want me in there he was um what's the word for it uh yeah uh, he's yeah he's he's little he didn't he didn't like monkeys too much gotcha yeah gotcha but um so i was like cool oh well so the guy who he kind of taught me from afar he taught me like um, what to order, how to use it, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I was just out here thugging it, house to house. I was doing like house oh, stuff, yeah. Like house parties, tattoo parties. Yeah, something? all nice. that shit. Okay, getting your start out there. Yeah, I heard just fucking people up. <laughs> Do you remember like the first like tattoo that you ever did? I definitely remember the first tattoo what I did. What was it? The first tattoo I did was um, it was this football player. Uh-huh. And, like, I posted it a couple of times. I still got the picture. I post it sometimes on, like, Instagram and stuff. And I show people, like, I've came a mighty long way. <laughs> but, like, this football player, this shit was fucked up. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> fucked up. So I remember, like, you know, um, obviously, like, the majority of people listening to this are, like, have a tattoo. Like, a lot of people have a tattoo. Yeah, these days. a lot of people have a tattoo, definitely. So everybody knows, you know, you do the design, you put the stencil on, uh-huh. you tattoo. Yeah. So I did the design, I put the stencil on. Like, at that at that point, I didn't even really know how to, like, apply the stencil the right way. <laughs> You're shaking so, hands. <laughs> uh, so I put the stencil on, and I, like, did a line. And, you know, you do a line, you wipe. I wiped like the whole stencil came off, <laughs> like literally the whole thing. And I'm just looking like and he's just kind of in his own world. He got headphones on. He's on. He's not even like so looking. he's not paying attention to you, so he doesn't yeah. notice that. I'm over there like, oh shit, like whole <laughs> <laughs> stencil came Where off. Where did it go? <laughs> on, on the paper towel. The whole stencil oh, is now shit. on the paper towel. So, so like. No, my like what I left out was like before my first tattoo, before like I really started tattooing, uh-huh. everybody just had like a lot of confidence in me because I could draw so well. Right. So when I told people I was gonna get into tattooing, everybody was like really happy. Everybody was like they, Yeah, they saw my artwork, so they thinking like 
it's going to transition right, right yeah, over. Like, they you like, can draw, you can tattoo. Like, it can't be that too much different. Yeah. Like, That's exactly what they thought. <laughs> they thought, so. thought it was. <laughs> yeah, they thought. Until that, until that first wipe of that paper towel. <laughs> and the stencil came off. <laughs> Whole stencil. So now I'm just yeah. going, like... It's a big blurry ass mess. It's stencil everywhere. It's ink everywhere. Like, oh shit! I'm just gone. So, I finished the football player. I'm talking about this shit look horrible. Like, <laughs> but for me, it was a victory. Like back then, right. that was a victory. I was yeah. like, I just did it. it yeah, I just did a tattoo. So, dude, look at it. And he liked it. He was like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. This is dope. Sorry, I'm Sorry. like, just knowing that the stencil look, came off. Yeah, and basically did a freehand. Well, I tell you. This nigga, like the football player, he had the football like tucked in one hand, uh-huh. and the other hand was like he was doing like a stiff arm. Oh, the Heisman. He was doing yeah, he was doing the Heisman. <laughs> so when I was done, uh-huh. man, it looked like the Heisman arm was like a little baby arm, like it was so <laughs> short, like compared to the rest of the body. And then I remember as I was getting done, he was like, "Hey, you think it's a good idea if we um do some flames around the football?" <laughs> And I was like, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> so I tried to put some flames around. <laughs> I tried to put some flames around the football, and it just, man, that shit, that shit looked like how it sounds. How, however, you picture that shit in your head. That's what it was. That's exactly what it looks like. A first-time tattoo artist doing a, a football player, and it's only, it was only half his body. It was like a top half view. So, so he didn't have legs. So he didn't have no legs. <laughs> he had a flaming football and a baby arm. You had Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan got if Lieutenant Dan played for the, the Dolphins, <laughs> that's what it would look like. Oh my god. And then god. on top of that, like being that I wiped the stencil off, like I was confused <laughs> about a lot of stuff. So, you know, a football player got his face mask. Right. And then like his obviously his face is behind the face mask. The whole face mask, eyeball situation, Woo-hoo-hoo. that shit looked like, um, that shit looked like a Grimace from, uh, like, like, from McDonald's. yeah, the McDonald's shit, like, it looked like if Grimace put on a football helmet. Yo. Like, the eyes was just, like, so, like, googly and fucked up, and then I tried to, like, do the eyebrows, like, mean eyebrows. <laughs> Because he's serious. Because he was serious. He had a, you got a flaming football. You, the you, football is Yeah, you're going to be pretty motherfucking serious. I'm going for it. I'm, I'm going for the end zone. This bitch is... You ever play... <laughs> yeah, this this bitch is hot. Oh, I am dead. He put, oh he, put, he put a little heat on this one. Right. How much did you charge him? I think I charged him like, like $40 or something. Yeah. Now, and that was also a victory. So when I got done, he paid me. I'm like, I just got $40 for... Nothing. <laughs> I just got forty bucks for uh, fucking up his life. Right. That is only. Oh, yeah. Now, have you spoke? Like, do you still know this guy? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely Does know. Does he still have the tattoo? Or is it oh yeah, he up? got it. Oh, that is. Because look, the crazy thing about it is when right. he was leaving, I was like, maybe he was just like. Sizing you. Yeah, just on the strength of like, okay, it's already on my arm. Right. Can't like, do about it what, what can I do? I might as well enjoy it. Yeah. So then he called me like, not even a week later. Like, hey man, I'm thinking like, let's let's add some legs on the on the, <laughs> on the football guy. Okay. Like, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> so he came in. Uh huh. And I'm doing this like out of my apartment at the time. I had like this little studio apartment, mm-hmm. and I'm like banging out these like cheap ass tattoos. So he came in. We put some legs on the football nigga, and that was that was, was probably. Running. Now, now he's going straight for the end zone. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is yeah, that awesome! Was, that was my first tattoo ever. Oh my gosh, my first tattoo. It was. Do you remember this guy named Black Cat? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he did. He did my first tattoo, and you know my last name is Dove. So I was like, oh, I want to, I want a dove on my hip. <laughs> that was that was the shit back then. I think it was like 2005 or yeah. something like that. I was like, I want a dove on my hip. So I went and like the dove is. I was like, yeah, I want the wings to like spread out. <laughs> <laughs> I want the most majestic right, dove. I want the majestic dove to be flying. 
and hovering over the beautiful island. Mind you, this is like out of a house. Yeah. Like, don't know at all. Man, it was not. No. You did not, a damn majestic yeah, was, pigeon on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a majestic pigeon. But I never got it covered up. Because it was my first Yeah, it was first through. one. Like, you know, I just had to get better with choosing my artist. Tis all. Yeah, yeah. My first one, I, w- I went to Warlocks. I did it. I did it the right way for my first one. Uh huh. Okay, you were like legal and everything. Yeah, I was. Okay, um, yeah, I was like. I was nineteen when I got my first one. Okay, I don't. I don't. I don't. It might not have been two thousand five. Maybe it was like. However, I let's just put like I was uh, like sixteen, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I was sixteen. So that's like oh four or something like that. But uh, but yeah, but you know, I, I still have it. Didn't cover it up at all. Yeah, you so got to keep good. that for the memories, man. Yes. Now, you're just coming off from doing um, the Raleigh Fest tattoo convention? Yeah. How, yeah. Did, how did that go? That was cool, man. You definitely meet um, meet a lot of good people at those like conventions, mm-hmm. a lot of artists, a lot of shop owners, a lot of, um, a lot of clients. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's definitely a good look, a good way to get your name out there, good way to like showcase your work, too, because you're tattooing on, like, uh, open floor so like everything that you're doing everybody can see anyone's walking by mm-hmm. so if you're not up to par that might not be an event for you but I, <laughs> but if you are you know it's, it's the perfect event mm-hmm. now how do you like get involved in those is it just like registering yeah you just register you sometimes they might reach out to you okay. um other times you might have to reach out to them mm-hmm. but um once you kind of get in that circuit you kind of like stay in it, like people will reach out to you for it. Okay. Now, how many have you done? I have done two. The first one I did was in April of this year. Okay. Uh, that was in Fayetteville. Nice. And then I did the one uh, a couple weeks ago. Okay. And were like, were you nervous? Like, you know, people um, like walking up, kind of looking over your shoulder. What I mean, doing? it was different, uh-huh. but I wouldn't say nervous. It was more so like. um just having to make sure you're fully prepared. Because mm-hmm. anytime you tattoo outside of your own shop or outside of your own station, it's like you always forget like one stupid ass thing that you like <laughs> absolutely, you know what I mean? Like, dang it, got the jail. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the stupidest stuff you'll forget. And then, I mean, most of the time, like it, the event is like pretty loud because there's a lot of people there. So, right. you know, you just slap the headphones on okay. and just get to work. You work better with music, huh? Yeah, depends on who like, I'm tattooing. Some people like can carry a good conversation. Other people, you know, gotta slap them beats on. And... <laughs> Don't even worry about it. <laughs> I'll let you know when I'm done. I remember the last time I tattooed you, uh-huh. you slapped the headphones on on me. Yeah, because I had to concentrate. It was no, it was when. Head. Which one on the shin? I know the shin. I definitely had. No, it was this one. So it wasn't the last one. But it was like Frank Ocean had just dropped something. And you was like, yes. I'm sorry, I can't talk. I got to listen to this. That is right. And I was just sitting there like, okay, well. That I, is right. I'll just be I, alone uh, yes. and tattoo. Yes. Frank, he, it was the um, the visual. Yeah. It was the visual right before he dropped Blonde. Mm-hmm. Oh, Frank Ocean. Yeah, see, I, it again. I, remember, <laughs> I remember all that shit. <laughs> I thought I forgot. My bad, my yeah, bad. Left me hanging for Frank. <laughs> Frank's a good guy. You don't, you don't know. Frank may be horrible. <laughs> we don't. We don't he, he know. Just, right. We actually don't. We he doesn't know be Frank. an asshole. Like I believe uh, he is. You think so? No, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? Fuck Frank. <laughs> I don't said his name too many times now. It's right. Fucking. Yeah. Fuck it. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on without Frank. <laughs> now, with now, do you do traveling? Like, do you travel tattoos? Like, if someone is out of state, like. Um, and they call you like, oh, yo, Clan Street P, I just seen your shit. I'm trying to get tatted. I need you to come to Atlanta I mean, tattoo. I don't, yeah. I don't know if they speak like that. That would never get a reply. <laughs> 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 that, the, that whole little shit you just did. <laughs> that whole little shit you did. This was, user is no longer available. That would never get a reply. <laughs> but, um... And I always tell people, I've had people hit me up um, from out of town, you know, because they see, like, my Instagram or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I tell them, like, I'm I'm not going to work anywhere but, like, a shop. Anywhere that I can be, like, licensed and gotcha. permitted to work. Mm-hmm. Because it's just not a risk, like, I'm willing to take. Mm-hmm. True. 
So I'm not going to like anybody's like house in Atlanta or <laughs> you know anywhere like that. Mm-hmm. Like if you know a shop down there and it's a you know good solid shop, yeah, we can do that. Oh, okay, like you would just go and set up there. Yeah, do like a little guest spot for like a weekend or so. Okay. And then head back out. Now, have you done that before? I have not. I have not guest spotted at a shop. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, I, I'm one of those people, like, I got to know everything is everything before I make any type of move. Like, because <laughs> no I don't have a lot of patience. Uh-huh. So, like, you know, I know that about myself. So, uh-huh. I don't want to go somewhere, hey, you come to Atlanta and this ain't that. Now I'm getting into it. Then they, like, beat me the fuck up because I'm running my mouth. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, you know, so I got to make sure everything is everything. But Absolutely. I definitely understand that. Now, when it comes to, have you ever, like, experienced to someone is like, coming at you sideways for pricing on your work? Every day. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. I mean, I learned a long time ago that this is one of those industries where, like, you will never be able to please everybody. Mm-hmm. So there's always going to be somebody who thinks I'm too expensive mm-hmm. no matter what I charge. And I just learned, like, those may not be the people for me. Mm-hmm. Those may not be the clients for me. Right. There's definitely been times where I've gave people a price and they look like, what? That's it? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take two. Like, and I'll be like, oh, I should have. Maybe should have <laughs> went up. Minute. Yeah. Did, did I say 300? Right. I meant 3,000. Actually. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's really 3,000? Nah, I wouldn't charge them. Uh-uh. I mean, maybe one day, you know? Yeah, definitely. Maybe one day. Hopefully, hopefully I get to that point where my work is $3,000 work. Mm-hmm. Now, are there artists out there? Man, there's artists. I mean, I guess like whole pieces, like when you do mm-hmm. start doing backs and yeah. and things like that, then yeah, that's a pretty penny, especially if you're in color. Now, how yeah. do you feel about color? Like when people come in, especially, you know, people of color. That's blackards. Yeah. That's, I mean, like it depends on like your tone of skin. Mm-hmm. It depends on like the condition of your skin. Like some people like, I've had two people who are like dark as fucking midnight, mm-hmm. but they just got some good ass skin. Like it's just like. To where, like, it's able to show the color. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it just takes the ink really well because they take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, some people, I've had people light as hell. Like, oh, I know I can get color. I'm, I'm light skinned. I'm this, I'm that. It's like, man, your shit is dry as hell. Like, So, I mean, but how does, like, dry skin play into the color? I don't... It's just about, like, this, the ink, like, settling into the skin. So, if your skin is unhealthy, mm-hmm. like your shit can just like reject like the ink will just like not settle well and it's like your body is just pushing it out because that's what happens anyway like your body is going to try to like reject like because it's skin trauma it's a needle going in and out of your skin so your body is made to heal itself Mm -hmm. so you want to put in enough ink to where when your body does try to reject it or when it does try to heal itself it heals itself but there's still enough ink left to where when it heals the ink is still in your skin Gotcha. so some people like I mean, some artists, like, turn down a lot of, like, darker-skinned people, mm-hmm. but I feel like I've worked with enough of them to know how to do it. Right. And it's just one of those things. Like, it doesn't make you less or more of an artist. It's just about just experience. Like, mm-hmm. me being a black artist, obviously a lot of my clientele is black. Right. So. Now, when it, now, like, with the skin, is there a difference? Because I know sometimes, like, pilgrims, they don't, like, use lotion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like... With that, is it is it like a big difference with this? Yeah, it's definitely um, a difference. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, uh, I would say, like, the fair-skinned people, mm-hmm. their skin doesn't take trauma as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can't go over the same spots. and You know what I mean? Like, you got to yeah, be a little, a little more careful with them. But... It's, it's all about just understanding the craft more than anything, like, mm-hmm. and, like, the different parts of the body. Some parts of the body are going to take it different than other parts. Some areas mm-hmm. don't get exposed that much, so, like, they're a lot more sensitive. So, like, what what would be, like, if, I guess, like, the, the a place where you really shouldn't get a tattoo, I guess? I don't know what, um, like... The I, only place, <laughs> like, where it's, like... Not it shouldn't, but it might, like, you know, cause... A longer yeah. healing process or something like that. You know? yeah. The only tricky parts are mm-hmm. like the fingers, uh, um, obviously like the inside of the hand or anything that has like that like that softer skin. You know how like the 
the inside of your hand is. Yeah. Anything like that, like, because I always tell people, like, a lot of females, they'll want, like, um, like a side of their finger tattooed. Right. I remember when that was a thing. Yeah, that's, that was, that was, it's, it, they, they still trying to keep it alive. <laughs> but, um, it's just one of those, like, places on your body where, like, like I said, your body is, like, made to heal itself. Mm-hmm. So I always tell them, like, think about if you get, like, a splinter right there in your hand. Ooh. Like, after a while, how do you get the splinter out? Your body starts to, like, push it out. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if your body is going to push out a piece of wood, you know, what is it going to do to some ink? Right. Like, it's, it's going to reject it. It's going to push it out. So I stopped doing them. Like, I don't do, like, inner finger tattoos anymore. Oh, yeah? Because people will come back and they'll be like, my tattoo faded mm-hmm. or my tattoo looks like I told your ass <laughs> that this was going to happen. Yes, and now you're just yeah. doing repetitive work. And then worse than that is like it happens and then the person doesn't come back. Mm-hmm. And you see this shitty ass tattoo on the inside of their finger and you're like, oh, who did that? Oh, Pierre works at Golden Coils. Right. So now your name is attached to like mm-hmm. some faded ass raggedy ass tattoo Tattoo. that you told the person wasn't a good idea (laughs) but they didn't listen exactly so it's like (laughs) the only thing you can do is just like not do it if you don't want your name attached to it yeah so what's like where's the weirdest place that you tattooed someone what's the weirdest i don't know i don't think i've done any like weird places i guess it depends on what you consider weird too well i mean Um, like has like a guy come in and ask you to tattoo his ass or something like that and he'd get his ass beat. <laughs> nah. Um, <laughs> nah, I don't, uh, I haven't tattooed any guy's ass. No, uh, no guy ass, no dicks, no nothing like that. Oh my God, who would get a tattoo on their dick? Man, you'd be surprised. Oh my gosh, I feel like that would hurt. I always tell people, like, I don't. the outline part. Yeah, <laughs> especially the outline. <laughs> you can yeah. shade it, but don't outline right. it. Right, don't need, outline it, please. But I always felt like, I always tell people, like, I don't think my shit would allow itself to get pierced. Like, I don't, like, there's no way. Pierce store tattoo. Pierce tattoo, nothing. Like, <laughs> it's not happening. My shit would curl up so fucking tight. <laughs> like, my, my shit would run for his life. Goes back in shell. That shit would go in my, like, in my stomach. <laughs> that should be, like, concave, like. Yeah, that should probably never come out again. Like, <laughs> you done fucked up. I don't know which type of shit you on. Now, do you like shading or, like, like black and white tattoos over color? Um, I feel like with me, as far as, like, preference between the two, it depends on the piece. Mm. Like, I like doing some stuff in black and gray. Some stuff I just feel like it just really needs color sometimes. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it just really depends on the piece, whatever uh, whatever design we come up with. Mine is definitely going to be black and gray. I think I'm going to stick with that theme. Yeah, I mean, I like it. Like, I have all black and gray on me. Like, yeah. I feel like it ages better. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, it looks more, a lot of times, like a part of the skin. Rather than, like, being on top of the skin. It looks gotcha. like your actual skin just with a design in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now the only, now I do have red when you did the North Carolina uh-huh. on the inside of my arm. You know, I got red for the heart where uh-huh. Raleigh is. But that's the only color that I have on me. Yeah, Everything else I'm the same way. I got red like on my arm. I got like the lasers, the Lupe shit. Mm-hmm. I got like red in the A. That's the only red. That's the only color I have on me. Mm-hmm. Now, what is like? How did your mom feel about you tattooing? Uh, I mean, my mom is more so like, I'm glad you found so your weird. fucking calling. True. <laughs> True. I'm, I'm glad you found something because you were you were on a slippery slope. <laughs> I was worried about I was, I was worried, so whatever <laughs> whatever you're going to do to, you know, fly right, mm-hmm. that's, that's fine with me. Sweet. Now, with, oh my gosh, it just, uh, it just left my head. Oh, yeah, oh, so not only do you tattoo, but you also paint as well. Oh, yeah. You, you draw. I do everything art-related. Any, anything I, like, could pick up, I will pick up. Mm-hmm. Now, have you, like, done any art shows? Uh, the last art show I did, I think it was like a year ago. I was supposed to do one earlier this year, mm-hmm. and I felt like I wasn't really prepared for it, and I didn't want to like half-ass it. Mm-hmm. So the next one I have is in November. Um, I may be doing one later this month, but 
I said, it's all about being prepared. Like, obviously, like, tattooing is, like, very important because this is, like, my, like, main source of income. Yes. So, I have to find time outside of this. Okay. Gotcha. Now, are you still working on your cartoon series? I am. I am. I recently just kind of, like, scrapped the whole thing and just, like, started over. Really? What? Because I feel like... From the, the, the title included? No, the title's still there. Still, okay. still, still Westland. Westland. Huh. Coming soon. Coming soon. Coming soon. Yeah. I said that two years ago, but <laughs> soon as... Yeah, it's, we're, we're, it's, it's, we're getting there. Now, are you... But are you doing, like, comic, or are you, is it more so, like, animation? Yeah, it's more... It's like a comic slash, like, graphic novel. Okay. So, it's like a comic. It's a little longer. It's a little more detailed, um, but... Yeah, I started over because, like, I kind of felt like I was getting ahead of myself. I was doing, you know, step B before step A. Mm-hmm. So I started over. I got rid of a lot of stuff. I went back sort of to, like, the drawing board and just got more into writing. Because mm-hmm. well, I was running into stuff. I was trying to draw so fast that, like, the story, like, wasn't complete. So it was like I was drawing and like I would get to a point where, like, I'm just making stuff up. Right. Because, like, I have no concrete sense. story. Yeah. yeah. So I just went all the way back. Now I'm just like big on the writing process. And I'm still like drawing, still messing with the characters, mm-hmm. you know, tweaking them here and there. But this is definitely one of those things. The comic it is like really important to me, at least, because it's like my it's something I'm doing for myself. Mm-hmm. When you start tattooing, when you do paintings, when you do commission work, everything you do, people are like, oh, you, you get to do what you like. You get to do, you know, what you love and which is like partly true. But. I'm always doing something somebody else wants. Right, yeah. You know, like, I'm servicing somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's like, I get to do a job that I love, but I don't tattoo the stuff I want to tattoo every day. I tattoo what the client wants. Mm-hmm. So this was one of those things. And I've had people ask me, like, hey, if you need help writing or if you need help designing, you know, for the comic. And I'm like, this is kind of something I just, like, want to do myself. Home. Yeah. Because yeah. I wanted to be, like, 100% me. Gotcha. Well, I mean, it's, it's definitely a good thing that you do have, like, that project that you can work on because, it's, you know, I could understand, like, every day somebody, like, do this for me, mm-hmm. do that for me. So, the fact that you have the the cartoon coming yeah. is going to be a great thing. Now, do you feel like that would be something, like, once you push out the first one, like, would you pump out more after that? Kind of like the oh, yeah. series type of thing? Yeah, it's definitely going to be a series. Mm-hmm. Um and that's one of the things, like, the writing process has been, like, because I've never written a comic or, you know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. writing it, it's, like, way different from what I thought it was going to be. Because you have to, like, you can't, like, have loose ends. You can't have, you know, just open-ended. Like, everything has to be concrete. Yeah. Has to make sense. Like, even down to, like, I had a whole day where, you know, when you talk about writing a comic, People ask you, like, what is it about? Mm-hmm. And then you just kind of go off of that when you're explaining it. But the stuff you don't see is, like, I had to figure out, like, the setting, the environment, like, the animals. Mm-hmm. Like, is this, like, made-up animals and shit? Mm-hmm. Is this, like, real-life animals? <laughs> right. What do they eat? What do they... How does how does their, like, economy work? Like, oh, wow. you got to think of a whole world, pretty much. Like, if you, you know... Wow, yeah, that's pretty in-depth. Yeah, and it's, like, the stuff I wasn't prepared for. That's why I had to, like, start over. It's, like, you have to, like, make a world, and then you have to make your characters live in that world. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, this is, uh, it's not what I signed up for. I just want <laughs> I just wanted to draw some dope shit and make it into a comic. Yeah. Now, but, who do you uh, look up to as far as, like, maybe tattoo artists or just artists, period? Um, there's some guys um, I actually met at a convention. They work for uh, one guy. His name is Kyrie Randolph. He works for uh, Marvel. Okay. Cool. And I respected him so much because he's not a obviously not a household name, mm-hmm. but he's just responsible for like so much. Mm-hmm. And he's fine with that. He's like, man, like I'm doing what I love. Like I draw all day. Like I draw yeah. comic books. Nobody pretty. I mean, unless you like follow him on Instagram or like you're really really into like actual comic books which like not a lot of people are anymore like mm-hmm. that's that's what um you know you're not gonna know who he is mm-hmm. so like i got a chance to meet him and talk to him and he was one of those cool. dudes like 
it was crazy because like I had never seen him before. Like, oh, wow. like I didn't know what he looked like. Uh-huh. And then we did the convention, the comic convention. Like I was a part of it. So there was the last day. Everybody was like packing up their stuff. Mm-hmm. Artists talking to artists. And I saw his booth, and he wasn't there. So I was like, I'm gonna try to like catch him before he leaves. Mm-hmm. And I saw him, and like. I feel. I mean, with a name like Kyrie, I figured he was a black dude. Uh-huh. But like, I saw him, and he was just like a regular ass, like you know, what I mean? like <laughs> there was dude had his khakis on, yeah, had some on. And I, I told him, I was like, and he had on like I remember he had on a hat, and he was like, uh, I was like, I never saw you, and like now I'm looking at you, and I'm like, oh shit, this is like <laughs> the man behind you know all the stuff I've been looking up to. He had glasses too, and he was like, "Yeah, hat, glasses, shit." I'm a black dude. I'm, I'm, I'm just like you. <laughs> I, he was like, "I'm a regular dude." So that kind of showed me, like, you know what I mean? He working for one of the biggest comic companies, probably the biggest comic company right. there is, like Marvel. Mm-hmm. So it's it just like him being so down to earth, like, just showed me, like, it's regular people doing this stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Just taking advantage of their talents. Mm-hmm. So like, I just got to do the same thing, like. He said it. He was like, there's no difference between me and you. The only difference is, like, you know, where I'm at now is, like, somewhere you're not at yet. Right. Like, I mean, he's probably, like, I was 28 at the time. I think he's, like, 38. So he's, like, oh, you know, wow. about 10 years older than me. Which is not, like, too much, like, too far yeah. from you. So I was like, that was cool. So he um he gave me a bunch of prints. He gave me a comic. He signed it oh, for sweet. me. Yeah, that shit is on my wall in my living room. <laughs> so like framed up and everything. Yeah, That's and just like fun. as much as I looked up to him, it was more so the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like just talking about like regular stuff. Like you know, just a regular dude. Like just like me. Just like me. <laughs> just like me. So how do you feel about like how do you do you tattoo yourself? Is that a weird question? I tattooed myself a couple times. Okay. <laughs> so, after the football player fiasco, things started going downhill a little bit. Because some people looked at that shit and was like, oh, that's dope. The majority of people <laughs> looked at that shit like, oh, wait, you are horrible. <laughs> I thought you shit. I thought you were going to be great because you right. could draw and you're not great. <laughs> so, what I had to do, like, I did, a, I practiced a little bit more. I had fucked some more people up. I had, uh-huh. you know, sharpened my teeth a little bit. But I had still, like, lost a good amount of people who like could have been potential clients because mm. they saw me fucking people up. <laughs> yeah. So I like tattooed my leg one time what? and I, I remember like I took a picture and I was like shout out to my client for coming through <laughs> showing love. <Yes>. Like, <laughs> so I did that like three times. I got three tattoos on my leg that like came from that. Came uh-huh. from like I'm going to tattoo myself. To promote myself. Yeah take a picture of it. And be like, shout out to my client. He drove all the way from Charlotte just to, <laughs> <laughs> to come see me. Just to get this ink. What was it? What, One of them was, it was three of them. One oh, of them yeah. was like a skull and like crossbones, kind of. Okay. Mm-hmm. One of them was like a Superman. And one of them was uh, uh, Huey and Riley from Boondocks. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's what social media also thought. Oh, nice. <laughs> Not knowing that I did that shit on my own lady. Right. Not some nigga from Charlotte. Now, has social media, like, helped as far as, like, your business? Yeah, social media is, like, everything, man. Um, yeah. People talk a lot of shit about social media. Oh, I'm going to delete my Facebook. I hate y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, But it's, like, it is what you make it. Like, it's one of the things, like, people should be taking advantage of, but they probably don't. Because, like, it connects you to, like, the world. Like, you don't have to go. I can sit in Raleigh, North Carolina and reach millions of people if I put in that type of effort. Yeah. So, I'm like, that's, like, that works for me. And it's, like, always, it's a showcase. Like, I can, like, people come in. They used to come in tattoo shops to look at artists' portfolios. Mm -hmm. And that was, like, the opposite. I have a portfolio here, but when somebody looks at it, I'm like, don't look at that. You know, go look at my Instagram. Pull up my name, please. Yeah, because (laughs) looking at a portfolio that I made, like, there's a stopping point, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, right. it stopped whenever I made it. Right. And I'm not going to make one every week. So, but social media, you get on Instagram, you can see everything I've done to date. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just, it's a better way to kind of show your work off. Now, are you, like, interested in moving outside of Raleigh? And, you know, like, going to a bigger city or to another shop? 
Um, I thought about it. Like I said, like I'm more so like just now opening up to the thought of it. So like now when people talk about guest spots and stuff like that, like I'm entertaining it a little bit more. But I mean, I always feel like you got to like tie down like your area before you make a name in the next area. So like I really want to and I know like I'm not the biggest name around here, but Mm -hmm. a good amount of people. I got a good clientele base good amount of people know who I am so now I'm getting to the point where like let's travel a little bit let's 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 fan out instead of like trying to branch out and then you come home and they don't even know who you is like who the fuck are you I never (laughs) I've never seen you tattoo on Raleigh like yeah like you want to you're gonna be the hometown hero right all right boom boom unicorn unicorn and we're finished well we're finished with this piece we still have the left side and the back part. To then come. we're gonna do the whole thigh, and then we're gonna do the whole torso. Then we're gonna do neck, <laughs> face, head. <laughs> then go down to the back and come back up. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, we, Ouch! We're doing uh, all that. Number one, that's a lot. But um, but thank you so much for coming on this episode of Sparks and Pores and for tattooing me as well. Where thank can you. The people see your work, your your artwork, your tattoos, all of if that. If you would like to see my artwork or my tattoos, of course they would. You got to come to the shop. You know, pull up, Raleigh. Now I'm fucking with you. You know, uh, no, hop pull on. Up. Nah, you all get. My I mean, Raleigh listeners, pull up. Yeah, but you can get on social up. media. You can follow me. It's Clanton C L A N T O N Street. If you don't know how to spell street, you don't need to be listening to this. <laughs> P Clanton Street P. And I follow back. I don't follow dudes back. I know it sounds weird, but I don't. I don't like looking at dudes all day on my timeline. So if you, so if you, for real, like I don't want to see niggas in the mirror taking pictures of their fucking chest all day. So if you a female, you'll probably get followed back. If you a guy, just follow me for the ride. But I'm not. I'm not following you back. <laughs> I don't, don't want to look at you sitting on your car. And That's taking weird. pictures, taking pictures of your shoes all day. <laughs> well, uh, we'll follow you back here at Sparks <laughs> and Pores. Uh, make sure you follow us. That's Sparks and Pores, uh, spelled regular way. Nothing special about it. And then also follow me, your fearless host, Jaleesa Dove. You can find me at Jaleesa Bald. That's J A L I S A B A L D. Pete, thank you so much for stopping by the show. Thank you so much for the newest addition to my list. I wish everybody could see. Y'all just gotta just gotta imagine that I did a great job. Yes, because it is a great job. (laughs) I'll see y'all later. Thank you so much for tuning in.